All praises to the Most High Yahweh, creator of all things, worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. Also acknowledging his only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior, Yahweh Shah Hamashiach, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Sovereign of Sovereigns. And also acknowledging the Ruach HaKadosh, which is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, the Comforter, leading and guiding in all truth and righteousness, bringing all things to remembrance. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Talking Prophecy. This episode, I want to entitle it, Satan Still Lives in the Heaven. All right, we'll get right into it. Second Corinthians 12, 1 through 4. It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Whether out of the body, I cannot tell. Power knoweth. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Power knoweth how he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. The main point we want to take from here is Apostle Paul said he was caught up unto the third heaven. So are there only three levels? I cannot tell you that, but there are at least three levels of heaven. One where the birds fly, two out where we cannot see, and three possibly where the Most High dwells, or the angels dwell, or the presence, being in the presence of the Most High. So we have to start there understanding this, that there are three levels of heaven. Ezekiel 28, 14 through 16. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of power. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways. From the day that thou wast created, till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise they have filled, by the multitude of thy merchandise they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mount of power, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. This is Lucifer's story how he was created, how beautiful he was, how he was in the presence of the Most High, walking in the fiery stones of heaven. He was a high-ranking angel, but he got beside himself and thought he was more than what he really was, thought he can be equal to the Most High. So he was cast out of the presence of the Most High, cast out from the third heaven N not to the earth but still in the heavens 
We'll prove this as we go further. Excuse me. One second. The book of Enoch, chapter 6, verses 4 through 7. And they all answered him and said, Let us all swear an oath and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations, not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. Then swear, swear they all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And they are, excuse me, and they were in all 200 who descended in the days of Jared on the, in the summit of the Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. So now we just left from his creation, how he was made and he was made a high ranking angel. He was in the presence of the most high and iniquity was found in him and he was cast out of the presence of the most high. So now he's already in an evil state. Most of well, let's just, let's, let's explain this also when he was cast from the presence of the most high he drew a third of the angels the majority of those angels are reserved in chains for the white throne judgment they're in darkness in chains till the day of judgment which is the white throne judgment but there were a, a remnant of angels that were allowed to assist satan in what he was trying to accomplish. So these are those angels that on Mount Hermon bound themselves together. What did they bind themselves to do? They bound themselves to come and take wives from the, the daughters of men. So, so how did they accomplish this? Well, verse six says, and they were all 200 who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. For you to descend unto the earth, that means you're coming from above. So it's impossible for him to be cast to the earth and only be dwelling on the earth. Satan has a level in heaven that he is in control of. And these angels, when they wanted to do their wickedness, they descended unto the earth. So remember, that's a point I'm trying to get across because that's a theme we're going to keep saying. Daniel chapter 10, verses 12 through 13. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy power, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief prince, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. So this angel was sent to deliver a message to Daniel the first day. And he met resistance. Where did he meet this resistance on? Planet Earth? No, this resistance came in the heavenly places. So this angel could not get to Daniel because he was held up 
by the prince of Persia. This is Satan and those fallen angels holding him up 21 days until chief prince Michael, the archangel, arose and then he was able to get the message through. So again, we see something going on in heaven, not on earth, in heaven. Job chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. There was a day when the sons of power came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. So here we see Satan was on the earth, but had to go and present himself before the most high. So if where was this meeting? That's the question. Where was this meeting held? If Satan was already on the earth, walking up and down in it, and he got to the meeting late, where was this meeting being held? The answer, in the heavenly places. This is where they have, they have the capability to descend upon the earth and then ascend back into the heavenly places. This is why he's called the prince of the power of the air. Let me get that. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. Where in times past ye walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So he is the prince of the power of the air. He has a certain part in the heavenlies that he is controlling. And this is why we need to understand so far for Satan there has only been one ejection and that's to a lower level of heaven. Satan still has the capability to this very day to come to the earth and then go back into the heavenly place. This is how Satan entered into Judas and caused Judas to do what he wanted to do. He came to the earth, entered into Judas and caused Judas to betray our savior. He always can go back and forth. When our Savior was driven into the wilderness on this high, high, high mountain, exceedingly high mountain, who is there? Satan. How? Because Satan can descend from the heavenly to the earth and back into the heavenly, not to the level where the Most High is. He's been kicked from there, so he can't return there. He's banished, but he's still in heavenly places. Revelations chapter 12. Verse 6, we'll, we'll read until I, we hit the main points. So we'll start at verse 6, Revelation 12, verse 6. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared of power that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. So we're back in the second Exodus to 1260. Israel, Israel returns home. So we know we know from um, my last podcast, if you haven't listened to that yet, it'll be, do yourself a favor and you'll be caught up to speed to where I'm going with this. Israel is back at home. 
Everybody has returned home and they've been clean. They've been saved. Sprinkled water, spirit placed within them, new mind, caused to walk in the most high statutes and commandments. So all Israel, good and bad, come out of Babylon or wherever they've been held captive worldwide. They come and they become cleaned. They become born again. They become saved. Now, we're supposed to be keeping the commandments and walking in the statutes. But we know through toward the end of the 1260, things begin to go wrong. People begin to forsake the covenant. Their love begin to wax cold. They become lovers of themselves. And now it's 50-50. The land becomes 50-50. The Bible says you have 10 virgins. Everybody started out clean, started out pure. But as the 1260 days roll on, five are wise and five are foolish. The foolish virgins are the ones that begin to forsake the covenant. They're the ones that begin to rebel and transgress. They will be the ones that will get purged. Um, let, me show, let me pull a scripture and show you the mindset of a foolish virgin. Matthew chapter 24, verses 46 through 51. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. That's the wise virgins. But, and if the evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the mindset of a foolish virgin. He's going to get caught back up into a worldly lifestyle, not doing and keeping the commandments like he should have. He begins to eat and drink with the drunken. That's fellowship with sinners. That's a lifestyle that's worldly. And so he's going to be so wrapped up in that that he's not even aware how close it is for his master to come. When his master comes, he will be cut asunder, meaning purged left behind, however you want to put it, he will be still remaining while the other wise virgins go in to a marriage supper. The foolish virgins will remain right here on earth. Now that I said all that, we have to go back. Now where we left off in Revelation 12, chapter, um, chapter 12, verse 6, the woman was fleeing into the wilderness, returning back home to Israel. Verse 7 is very key. It tells you that there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels, the holy angels, fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought with his angels. So now, toward the end of the 1260 days, in heaven, war will break out. Michael and the holy angels, Satan and his fallen angels, they fight. And the scripture tells you who wins. And let me read it again. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. 
and the dragon fought with his angels and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. That says a lot. That's telling you from the time of Adam and Eve, well, no, let's go further back than that. From the time that he was cast from the presence of the Most High, he was able to dwell in heaven. But on this specific day right here, he will no longer be able to dwell in heaven. He will be an earthly angel at that time. At this time, on that day, him and his fallen angels are completely kicked out from heaven and are earthly angels at this point. Verse nine, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in the heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our power and the power of his Christ is anointed. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our power day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimonies. And they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Replacement, switch. This is the wise virgins going into this wilderness, but with wings. This is the church of Philadelphia, like the most high promise. Since you keep in my word, I'm going to keep you from the hour of temptation. Satan will be bringing the hour of temptation when he is cast to the earth. That's the beginning. This is great tribulation. See, it's a simultaneous thing. They're connected together. As the woman leaves, she's going into the marriage supper and Satan is ushering in great tribulation on the earth. So the church of Philadelphia is kept out, removed from the um, great tribulation that's coming. And the foolish virgins are still on the earth. That's why the scripture tells you that the beast, the antichrist, will be able to wear out the saints because these are the foolish virgins who were not ready when the Messiah came and were left on the earth. See, when the woman goes into the wilderness, the only safe spot on planet earth is going to be in the lands of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the land of Israel. They'll be at peace. The rest of the world enters into a tribulation everywhere, worldwide. And at the end of the 1260 days, then Yahweh comes back for those who are ready. If you're a wise virgin and you still have oil in your vessel, you will go into the marriage supper of the lamb. If you're a foolish virgin, you're going to remain on the earth and the devil will come down to you. You will be going through the worst time in the history of the world. So this is what it's really trying to tell you. This is the second casting out for Satan. Satan was cast out of the presence of the Most High, yet still dwelling in heaven. That's why he was the prince of the power of the air. That's why we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, rulers and spiritual wickedness in high places. They're still in heavenly places, even to this very day that I'm speaking to you. But at the end of that 1260, they have an eviction notice already stamped to the door. 
you will be going to the earth on this day. When the sheriffs, sheriffs arrive, Satan and his fallen angels will be cast out. This is the second time they will be cast. And this time it means to the earth only. So I want to make sure we understand this is where we're at. See, of course, after the end of Great Tribulation, after the three and a half years, when Yahawashah cracks the skies and comes back, Satan will be cast again. This time he will be cast into a bottomless pit for a thousand years. That would be the third time Satan was cast out. He will be cast into the um, bottomless pit, seal set on him for a thousand years. After the thousand years, he's loosed. When all is said and done and we reach time for the white throne judgment, Satan will be cast into the lake of fire. These are the four castings of Satan. Satan was cast from the presence. Only one has occurred so far. He's still dwelling in the heavenlies. But he has an appointed day where he will be cast out of the heavenlies into the earth. That's why it says he'll have great wrath because he knows his time is short. 42 months, three and a half years, a time, times, and half a time. He knows this. So when he gets to that point, he's having great wrath. After great tribulation, Yahawashah cracks the skies, comes back. Satan will be yoked up by an angel with a great chain, and he will be cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. These are the future things that are coming. But I really wanted you to understand his role in great tribulation and marriage supper. They go hand in hand. Once he's cast and realizes he's on the earth, the first thing he tries to do is attack Israel. But Israel is given wings because these are the righteous virgins. These are the church of Philadelphia and they will be kept from the hour of temptation. It's the foolish virgins that will be tried by fire. They will have to be purified through the fire because this is the worst time in the history of the world that you will be dealing in. As the angels get kicked from heaven to the, well, cast from heaven to the earth, they begin to open up bottomless pits. Things start to happen where um, locusts, all of these things start to come up. Wormwood dropping into the ocean. These are falling angels causing effects on earth so i'm gonna leave it right here for now and let you ponder what's being said i give all praises to the most high yahweh his only begotten son yahweh shai also known as yahusha yeshua and jesus by the gentiles i also give great honor to the ruach hakadesh which is the holy ghost the holy spirit the spirit of truth the comforter lead and guide in all truth and righteousness bringing all things to remembrance Love you, brothers and sisters. Let's keep striving to make the kingdom. Still have a, way, a ways to go, but let's keep a heart and a mind toward this. And until um, we meet again, Shalom.